Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yeah. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Everybody, it is part two of 2021 in review, and today's show is brought to you by New Works Plumbing of Sacramento. Locally owned for 20 years, New Works has a fix for you, and they are available around the clock 24-7 for all of your plumbing needs. Just go to newworksplumbing.com. That's N-E-W-W-R-X plumbing.com. And remember, any time of the day, night, no problem, they'll be there to help you. They've got a fix for you. New Works Plumbing, N-E-W-W-R-X Plumbing. I'm going to start off this episode by talking about John Madden and some of the other greats that we lost in 2021. You know, when you think of John Madden, you just feel good because he was somebody that put a smile on your face when he was doing a game. Uh, Very often, if it had been a blowout, you'd still watch the game. John Madden had an incredible impact on fans of football. And there are many people that don't remember John Madden as coach of the Raiders. But for those that were around during that era, John Madden and that team, uh, they were the National Football League. They, they were so fun to watch. And at the time, he became the youngest head coach uh, ever in the National uh, Football League. But I think, you know, when you talk about John Madden and his video game, when you think of John Madden and the old Madden team, when you think of Thanksgiving football and John Madden handing out the drumstick and uh, working with Pat Summerall. And I just, I I can't say enough great things about John Madden. The impact that Madden had on the National Football League might even be unparalleled. I, I don't know if you could name a figure that's had more of an impact on the National Football League uh, than John Madden. Gone at the age of 85. We lost somebody that I loved right at the beginning of 2021, Paul Westfall, former great player with the Boston Celtics, with the Phoenix Suns. Uh, I got to know Paul very well when he was the coach of the Sacramento Kings. And I've shared this story in the past, but for those of you that missed it, when I lost my job on June 2nd of 2020, one of the first people to call me was Paul Westfall. And Paul said to me, he goes, Grant, I I can't believe what happened to you. And and Paul was, you know, he's he was always going to tell you what he what he felt. 
And he thought that what happened to me was ridiculous, uh, could not believe it, gave me, gave me some great words of wisdom, uh, tried to you know, make me feel better, build up my confidence, just be there, put his arm around me, so to speak. And we talked for, I don't know, 10 minutes, uh, 15 minutes, and he said, you know, I'm just, I want to let you know I'm praying for you, and I'm, I'll be here for you. And the conversation ended, and then in July... Some five weeks, six weeks later, Paul called me again. And he said, hey, I'm just checking up on you. And he said, I just want you to know that every single day I'm praying for you and I think about you every single day. And he said, I want you to know that. And we talked and, again, it was another 10 or 15-minute conversation. Well, shortly thereafter, a few weeks went by, and I saw the tweet that was put out by his good friend, and longtime sports writer Mike Lupica informing everyone that Paul had been diagnosed with brain cancer. That was on a Sunday, I believe, and I called Paul the next morning, and Paul answered his phone, and it was a somber, sad conversation. But there was one thing that stood out to me in that conversation that I will never, ever forget. I said, Paul, I know you're probably not on social media I said, but I want you to know the outpouring of love for you is nonstop. And I said, there are people all over this country that are praying for you, and I'm praying for you every single day. And he stopped me. And he said, Grant, no, I'm praying for you because what happened to you was so wrong and it was so just ridiculous. I want you to know I'm praying for you. And I said, hey, Paul, you know what? I'm going to be fine. I'm going to be fine. I, I, I lost my job. I'm not dealing with cancer. I said, I just want, and it was a, it was sad. Uh, the conversation did not last more than three minutes. Uh, it was the probably as difficult as any conversation I've had with a person in my life. Um, I could hear the the somber tone in Paul's voice. I could tell that he had been given a death sentence, and that was in August. And in January, Paul Westfall was gone at the age of 69. And you may not have liked Paul as a player, or you may not have liked him as the coach of the Kings, but Paul Westfall was loved by everybody. Paul was a great man, and he's somebody that I think about often. I think about the impact that he had on so many, and I am blessed that our paths crossed. But that's how 2021 started for me in losing Paul Westfall. We also lost Tommy Lasorda. You know, when you think of the L.A. Dodgers, don't you think of Tommy Lasorda first? I mean, Tommy was the L.A. Dodgers, is the L.A. Dodgers, will always be the L.A. Dodgers. And I had Mickey Hatcher on the podcast after Tommy was admitted into the hospital. And I asked Mickey about Tommy, and he said, you know, I was just out you know, on the golf course with Mike Sosha, and we heard about Tommy, and we made a video for him, and I think I think Mickey said it was his daughter showed the video in the hospital bed to Tommy, and Mickey said Tommy got a big smile on his face, and Mickey shared some of the great stories about what it was like being with Tommy Lasorda. I also had Steve Sachs on the podcast in 2021, and he also shared some great stories about Tommy Lasorda. Again, I think of the Dodgers... You know, how can you think about the Dodgers without thinking Tommy Lasorda? 
we lost the great Hank Aaron in 2021. Think about the impact that Hank Aaron had on Major League Baseball. I had Dusty Baker on the podcast uh, just about 12 months ago, and we talked a lot about Hank Aaron. Of course, Dusty was on the on-deck circle when Hank Aaron broke the record in one of the most famous home runs ever, maybe the most famous home run uh, in the history of Major League Baseball. And, you know, Dusty was on deck, and we talked about the impact that Hank Aaron had on Dusty and so many others uh, in baseball. But, you know, Hank Aaron, gosh, you know, what a loss. Uh, We lost the great Elgin Baylor. You think about one of the all-time greats in the NBA, Elgin Baylor. You know, if you're a race car fan, we lost Bobby Unser. If you're a golf fan, Lee Elder and so many of the barriers uh, that he broke through uh, with this sport of golf. Lee Elder gone this year. Uh, and there were many, many others, but I, w- I just wanted to mention some of those that we lost in 2021. And again, there are many, many others. But, you know, for me personally, the news of Paul Westfall was... I, I, I still think of Paul every day. I really do. I think of Paul Westfall uh, all the time. Another uh, interview that I had was on episode 87, and it was Keith Smart. And Keith's one of the one of the great guys that I've ever met in this business. Uh, again, I got to know Keith when he coached the Kings, and I don't know anyone that doesn't like Keith Smart. If you don't like Keith Smart, there is something wrong with you. There's just something wrong with you. If you can't play... For Keith Smart, something is wrong with you. And Keith had a extreme battle with skin cancer. And we talked about that. We talked about what that was like. And we talked about how difficult that was. And Keith was very open about that. We talked about the big shot in Indiana. We talked about playing for Bobby Knight. Uh, We talked about his time in Sacramento. We talked about DeMarcus Cousins. And he had some very good things to say in terms of what he tried to teach DeMarcus. Uh, He was very open with that. Uh, Keith Smart, episode 87. I think you would really love that. If you missed the conversation with Keith Smart, we talked about many, many things. A repeat guest on my podcast, the great Charles Davis, now with CBS Sports. You know, exactly what I said about Keith Smart, I'm going to say about Charles Davis. I've been in this business a long time. And I know a lot of people in the National Football League. I know a lot of announcers that work in the National Football League. I know a lot of people that are behind the scenes, whether it's producers or directors, spotters, statisticians. And they all say the same thing about Charles Davis. What a phenomenal guy. I remember when I filled in for Jim Rome and I had Charles on the show. And all the guys, uh, you know, Adam Hawk and... Uh, Alvin Deloro and all those guys, they said, oh, Charles, what are he, he, they, they always used to say, he just seems like the nicest guy in the world. And I would say he is the nicest guy in the world. And Charles still checks in with me. Uh, we still communicate, not just when we're working, and what I mean by working, when I have him on, uh, regardless of what was my radio show or on the podcast, uh, I'll hear from Charles every now and then just to check up on me, to ask me how I'm doing, and just, 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 hey, Grant, how you doing, man? I'm thinking about you. I really hope that you and the family are well. He's just a phenomenal, phenomenal person. And whenever I have Charles on, I learn something. I learn something about football. I learn something about life. I learn a lot when I have Charles Davis on because Charles just kind of makes you feel good. He's one of those guys when you watch him on TV and then you listen to what he's saying, he's just got a way of putting you at ease 
uh, episode 94, if you can go uh, and check that out. There was a guy that I had on that maybe a lot of people don't know about in episode 102, Dave Halberstam from the Sports Broadcast Journal. Dave is a historian of broadcasters. And we talked a lot about some of the great broadcasters in our era. Dave and I are in the same generation. You know, we talked about the impact of Kurt Gowdy and Dick Enberg and so many other great announcers. Uh, That was a very interesting conversation that we had with Dave Halberstam because, again, he is a historian. He studies broadcasting and has his entire life. We talked about the impact, you know, that Marv Albert had on him and myself, you know, growing up in that area. We talked a lot you know, about some of the real iconic figures that we grew up watching and listening to, uh, the Keith Jacksons of the world. So if you are a fan of sportscasters, both local and national, I think you would love to go back and listen to that episode. Of course, we had the 20th anniversary of 9-11, and that's episode uh, 98. And you can't live in New York and I'm talking about New York City, without thinking of 9-11. I don't care. uh, Anytime you're on the train going in and out of the city or you're looking at the skyline, it's a constant reminder of what happened on 9-11. And I think about growing up and watching the trade centers being built. Uh, My dad, after we moved his office from Uh, 42nd Street, right across the street from Grand Central Station, 110 42nd Street. He he moved downtown. When I mean he moved, he moved his office downtown, and it was literally a block, block and a half away from the Trade Center. And I remember, you know, at times when I would go to work with him or I'd go visit him, walking out of the uh, subway station and up the stairs, and as you walked up the stairs, you just saw the Trade Center right in front of you. And you just kept, and as, with each step, the building got taller and taller and taller. But we talked about the impact of 9-11, uh, the 20th anniversary. I've talked about this. If you've never been to New York and you walk anywhere in New York City and you pass a firehouse, very often the doors will be open and you'll see the names and the photos of all of the firefighters and first responders that were lost in 9-11. So if you pass a fire station in lower Manhattan or mid-Manhattan, from that particular firehouse, there will be many faces and names on the wall and a 9-11 tribute. It's very powerful. Uh, it's very chilling. And episode 98 was a reminder. It was a reflection. I had Bob Papa, the voice of the Giants, The Giants were playing in Denver the night before. It was the first game ever at the new stadium in Denver. And the Giants landed early Monday morning. And their plane was parked right next to Flight 93, the plane that went down in Pennsylvania. We talked about what it was like for that morning. And I also talked to Bob about some season ticket holders that had been in Denver and worked in the trade centers. And the only reason why they're still with us today is they decided to go watch the Giants play on the road and they had not yet arrived back in New York. We've talked about, you know, people that were late getting to work that day or what have you. It was just incredible. Uh, But 
That was a very emotional, powerful episode, episode 98 with Bob Papa. I also had Tom Brenneman on. Tom, who, of course, lost his job as the TV voice of the Cincinnati Reds and of the NFL on Fox for a homophobic slur that was said over a hot mic before Cincinnati Reds game. And Tom was very open, very honest uh, about what happened to him, that he wasn't blaming anybody, that he took full responsibility. And I always believe that actions speak louder than words. And Tom's actions since losing his job is all I need. I don't need Tom's words, all right, because his actions speak louder than his words. But his words resonated with me. Uh, I don't know if Tom will ever get another opportunity to broadcast. I think he should. I think it's just so sad what's going on in our country. And by the way, I'm, 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 I understand why Tom lost his jobs. I get that. But I, 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 Tom Brenneman's a tremendous broadcaster, and he deserves another chance because, again, his actions since that night uh, and what he's exhibited and what he's done to educate himself and so many others warrants him having an opportunity to pursue his career. And we talked a lot about that. And if you missed episode 116, I believe you'd really find it interesting because I really, really enjoyed that. Tell you what else I loved. I've had a lot of former Kings on my podcast. I've had Reggie Theus on. I had Spud Webb on. You know, when I think about Spud, I think about one of a guy, a guy that, I consider a family member, and Spud would tell and does tell me the same thing. You know, um, you know, Spud's very open. He's a very just, you know, he'll say, hey, I love you, man, and I'll say I love you too. I mean, that's the type of love and affection and respect that I've had for Spud Webb. And Spud, I would do anything in the world for Spud. And I'll tell you this, if I really was in a dark, dark place and I needed help and I called Spud, he would say, what do you need? What can I do for you? That's how I feel about Spud Webb. And we talked about the Cowboys, and we talked about golf, which he just absolutely loved. He had some great stories about winning the dunk contest and about being around Dominique Wilkins and Mike Fratello. He was very open about his time in Sacramento. And we talked about when I officiated practice one day and I didn't call a foul on him and he didn't talk to me for three weeks. It was a fabulous time. But, you know, I talk about former players you know, I talked about Reggie Theus. I've talked about, you know, Joe Klein and others that I've had on the podcast. And then I had Olden Polonese on. And OP's a different cat. And OP will tell you he's a different cat. But I'll tell you something about Olden Polonese. I respect the hell out of this guy. And again, he was different, all right? He was different. And he did some stupid things. I mean, I, 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 I'm very open about this. I'll never forget we went to the, I think it was the, I don't know if it was to stay in school, but it was to read to achieve or, or whatever. Okay, and we went to a middle school. They split the team up in two groups, and I was with one group, and Gary Gerald was with another group, and I'm talking about the players, and uh, they talked about the word uh, respect, and Olden went last, and his letter was T, obviously, and he gave an incredible speech. It was better than any other player there that day about think before you act, and the very next day, Olden punched the reporter that was covering the Kings for the Sacramento Bee back then, Ari Graswich, and it was big-time news. And it was just so ridiculous that 
He had just given this beautiful speech to junior high school students, think before you act, and then the next day, that happens in the locker room. But Opie also came out, you know, and understood he was wrong and tried to make amends for it. And Opie and I had some run-ins. And listen, anyone that listens to me on the show knows I'm opinionated. I understand sometimes players don't like it. And OP, you know, didn't like some of the things that, you know, I was saying. And he let me know about it. Well, you know, we had a uh, a relationship for a period of time that was had some friction to it. And he called up the radio show, unbeknownst to me, and he went on the show with me. And he said, hey, Grant, I'm calling the show. I want to apologize to you. He goes, because I respect you. I respect that you have a job. And I understand that you're just doing your job, and I handled it wrong. And I said, you know what, OP? I can't even tell you how much I respect you for coming on a 50,000-watt station and publicly saying that. I said, you know what? I get, and, and we had a phenomenal conversation. And our relationship, our friendship was great after that. You know, whenever we would see each other after we played in Sacramento, we would talk, and, you know, we, it, it, we, it was comfortable, and it was great. And... I just, we, and we talked about that on the podcast, episode 118. And I said, do you remember the day you called? And he said, yes. And we talked about how, you know, life is too short to hold grudges. And, you know, it's okay to say you're sorry. It's okay to say the mistake. It's okay. It, there's, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, it takes a man, all right? It, it really does, all right? And I don't want people now saying, gee, you're sexist. What, women can't do that? But you understand the point I'm trying to make. It takes a big, you got to be a bigger person to say, hey, you know what, man, I'm, I, I messed up, I'm sorry. And he calls live on the radio. He wanted to put it all out there. So Olden Polonies, episode 118, really love to have him on. Really respect the hell out of OP, and I hope that you can go back and listen to that. Those are some of the things that stick out to me in 2021. And as we turn the calendar tonight, on a new year, you know, you don't really know what is where we're heading right now. You look at what's going on in sports. You look at what's going on in life as it relates to this virus where we thought we were out of the woods and then a new variant comes up and now things are all out of whack again. It's affecting, you know, life. It's affecting sports. It's affecting people's livelihoods. So I don't have a crystal ball any more than you do. But the one thing we can do, uh, we can help out our fellow neighbor. We can help out those that are less fortunate. We can think of those that might need an arm put around them. You know, as Mike Lamb talked about this, and I talked about this when I did my episode that I talked about in part one of this, episode 42, when I met V, and Mike Lamb talked about, you know, go out and and sit down with somebody and break bread with somebody that doesn't look like you, doesn't sound like you, doesn't talk like you, You know, there's nothing that you would think that you would have in common. But after you end up sitting down and talking, you're going to be surprised at how much you do have in common. And that's what happened when I met V, a 39-year-old African-American gal, and the impact that she has had on my life. And I think I've had a great impact on her life and her family and how they are now like my second family that I just, it's just amazing. And it all started from just a simple conversation that has developed into a great friendship. 
The same thing can happen to you, but it's not going to happen if you don't make the effort. It's not going to happen if you don't try. You know, there are a lot of phenomenal people out there. There are very few bad people out there. I really believe that. There are very few uh, jackasses out there. There are some, but most people are just great, kind people, and they want to talk just like you do. And then, and no one's perfect. Nobody's got a perfect life, although there are those on social media that make it seem like that they're perfect, and that's part of the deal with cancel culture because, you know, the people that want to support and think cancel culture is great, those people are perfect. And I didn't realize we had so many per- perfect people in America. But we do. All you got to do is go on social media and look at how many perfect people there are because you see them every day. They're always quick to criticize and always quick to cancel. And they can do that because they're perfect. It's really sad. It's really sad. And I hope that changes in 2022. What I hope, though, is that you're still here to talk about 2022 when we celebrate New Year's Eve next year, that it's been a good year for you things have changed for you, that your life has become better, whatever the case may be. Happy New Year, everybody. Stay happy. Stay healthy. And as I've said, I cannot thank you enough for your continued support. It means the world to me. It is now time for our Crowd Ultra Q&A, the last one of 2021. Just go to CrowdUltra.com. Hey, Matt wants to know how long until Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert are MVP caliber? Uh, Much sooner than later. I don't think there's any question about that. Uh, They are definitely on their way. Uh, It would help with Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady to leave the league, but they're they're coming up, no doubt about that. Chase asked, did anyone have more of an impact on the sport of football than John Madden? I don't think so, and I talked about that on my podcast today as you've listened, Chase. It's a great question. I really don't think so. Alex asked, are you surprised by how many bowl games have been canceled? I am surprised. I really am. I did not think this would happen. Trevor wants to know, do you have any New Year's plans? Trevor, I am doing something that I've always wanted to do, and I'm not going to share it until I do the podcast on Tuesday, but I am doing something unbelievably special for New Year's this weekend, and I will just tell you that a lot of people will go, you're crazy. Like, really? You really did that? But, yes, I have very special plans And I will share that on Tuesday's podcast. And you won't believe it. I don't think you're going to believe it. All right. Rick asks, greetings, Grant. I do not have a question, but I am willing to be a character witness in your lawsuit. I listened to you call at least 90% of every Kings game that you were at. I was also in a tux at opening night. You were kind enough to engage me on many occasions throughout the years at Arco in Dallas, Seattle, etc. I want you to kick ass. You know what, Rick? Thank you very much. I appreciate your support. Uh, it means the world to me. Thank you very, very much. Ben wants to know, have you seen the COVID meme that uh, LeBron posted on Instagram? Yeah, I did my rant on that. I did my rant on that. Go check it out. It's right there. I mean, I, I talked about, you know, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar ripping him and everything else. It's, in, it's incredible. It really is. All right, let's move on. Luke asks, isn't it interesting? Former Notre Dame quarterbacks have lost 24 straight starts. Luke, I got to tell you, I did not know that. Seriously? That's unbelievable. Wow. Mark asks, would you rather have Joe Burrow or Dak Prescott? I would rather have Burrow. I think his upside is higher. I think he's going to be, when when their careers are over, Burrow to me will be a Hall of Fame quarterback. Prescott will not. That's my opinion with my crystal ball. So I would take Joe Burrow. I think the guy's going to be a Hall of Famer, barring injury. 
Derek wants to know, do I like LeBron at the center position? Jerry Reynolds has said this and continues to say this. The reason why he thinks LeBron James is the greatest player to ever play is he could be an all-star at every position on the floor. How many players in the history of basketball could you say that about? That they could be an all-star at every single position on the floor? Yeah, I mean, LeBron can play any position. Absolutely. So do I like it? I don't really care where he plays. Um, I know you're asking me if I think that's a good idea. Hey, they need to win games. They're 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 awful right now. They're absolutely awful. Nick asked, did you see the Kurt Warner movie? I did not, but it is on my list, and I'm going to. Mitch wants to know, should the NBA expand any further? Yes, they should. They should expand to Seattle and Vegas. I think Seattle will 100% happen. Vegas, I'm not as sure. But, yes, they should expand, but Seattle needs to be on the list. Johnny wants to know, is a quarterback's height important to you? It is somewhat it is somewhat, uh, listen, if a quarterback is very special, I can get over it. But, yeah, it is important to me. It's not like the number one priority or number two or number three. But, yeah, it, it is important to me. The, the most important thing, though, is can the guy play? And if he can play, then I can get over a couple of things. So, but, yeah, somewhat. It's a very good question, by the way. I'll tell you what, when I do my next show on no Filter Network with Sean Salisbury. I'll ask him that question. I would love to know what he thinks about that. Hey, always good to have people right here via Crowd Ultra. I really appreciate that. It's time for Rant. 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 And today's rant is brought to you by Roy's Umbrella. For your home loan needs, just go to roysumbrella.com. And if you own a home and you're in the market to buy a new home, Roy is going to offer you a one-hour free consultation. Take advantage of this great opportunity. Roy sees big changes ahead on the housing market. Again, a one-hour free consultation. Just go to roysumbrella.com. That's roysumbrella.com. Well, it is the end of a year. We are entering 2022, and I touched upon this on my podcast earlier on cancel culture and everything else. My wish for 2022, you know, we just Saw the backlash at Aaron Rodgers for once again talking about his opinion as it relates to COVID and so many others that come out and give their opinions and everyone is quick to kill that individual. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar killing LeBron James for putting out that Spider-Man meme on Instagram. Now, why do people get so bent out of shape over that? Seriously, why are so many people, why, why do they want to cancel Aaron Rodgers? Why are people so upset when someone has their own opinion? Why do you have to kill that person? Why do you have to cancel that person? My wish for 2022 is those that are so quick to judge on every little thing, chill out and take a step back and look in the freaking mirror. Cancel culture is awful in this country. It's really sad. And the lack of conversation in this country is a real shame. The lack of ability to have different opinions is a real problem in this country. It's, it's sad. It's sad that you can't have a conversation anymore. I talked about this on a rant with Aaron Rodgers this week. He hit it right on the head. When did we become a country where you can't share different opinions anymore and can't have constructive conversation? Why? Why is that in the United States? It's really sad. And to those of you that are perfect, you know what? Good for you. I'm glad that you're perfect. That's fabulous. I'm 62 years old. I've yet to met or I've yet to meet a perfect person. 
So if you're one of those that are perfect, call me up, reach out to me, give me a direct message, hit me up on whatever platform you can, and I would love to meet you because before I move on to my next life, I would love to meet a perfect person. So if that's you, please reach out to me and we can meet. I'll buy lunch, I'll buy dinner, whatever. They, I'll do, I'll, I would just love to meet you if you're that perfect person. Happy New Year, everybody. Thank you for your support. Thank you very much for listening to this podcast, my rants on YouTube, my Listen app, everything else. Thank you very much. Once again, Happy New Year, and thanks so much for listening to If You Don't Like That with Grant Napier. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.